Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is going on? Everybody, welcome back to the Nerd On Update, our weekly show in which we talk about the nerdy news that happened this week that excites us. Indeed. And to spend the last portion of the show answering questions from you. The people. <laughs> Every time. And we Sorry. don't do any housekeeping on this show. We get right into it. My news is uh, kind of a stretch. It is a leak, but some people have said that it's a pretty, um, they think that it's pretty we can trust it. Final Fantasy VII um, is going to remake. <laughs> is that the price tag for PS5 has been, quote, leaked. Again, take it with a grain of salt. But uh, $4.99. Whoa. Um, which is not as high as I would think. No, I thought like early projections were like $6.99. Yeah. Um, it's it's still a lot. Let's be real. Tell you why. Mm -hmm. uh, the, reason, the reason being these, these consoles are going to be at a lower price is there was a bit of contention with the last round of, of consoles. Yep. Uh, and Xbox has already gone on record saying that though there's technically will be more of a workhorse than mm -hmm. the PlayStation one, it's going to be priced more competitively than theirs. Yeah. And I, and I like that. So I think PlayStation is also being like, well, ours is also competitively. Well, we're going to do that too. Yeah. And which is good for us, yeah. which is great for us. Because I like then, that in the same breath, he admitted to the Xbox being a lesser, a weaker, slightly weaker platform than the PS4 in addition to the oh, price yeah. difference. Yeah. He so was that, like, that was really cool that he's like, He's like, ours is technically more, the, the Xbox One is, was technically less of a powerhouse than than the PS4. But now, if you look at their graphics, they their graphics card in their um, SSD mm -hmm. is actually more powerful than PlayStation. But they're going to try to match their price. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I, me personally, I my PS4 is on the way out. I'm going to hold on. I'm probably going to get a PS5. Um, so, hearing yeah. that the price point isn't such a high entry level, uh, price is kind of like okay cool I can save towards that and it's not like oh I've got to save for something so yeah, it's the same price the PS4 was was it I thought yeah. it was 400 Four, no, no. 499 oh you hear that I Apple? got it so I got it so late that yeah. mine was like two hundred dollars or yeah. something on oh, sale yeah. so mine was 500 or five nine or no it was 499 and it was the Batman Ultimate Edition with oh, okay. Last of Us built in there well, <laughs> I guess I know nothing yeah. and I wanted to go down uh, next up for me the yes. news, the DC boy. Yeah. Uh, so, Matt Reeves, the director um, who is best known to have finished out the Planet of the Apes reboot series, which was uh, received with a wide acclaim from critics as well as a smash hit on the blockbuster, yeah. um, tweeted uh, a bat symbol. And he said, I said, and then showed a picture of John Turturro from The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. who will be things. joining. Yeah, well, I mean, for you, Josh, you care about that. <laughs> Thank and, you. And everyone, I think they would love that too. I mean, yeah. I don't think anyone cares about Transformers anymore. Um, but uh, John Turturro, Turturro will join the Batman film as Carmine Falcone. Interesting. Uh, so I that, dig it. Yeah. And that makes him uh, part of the cast that is now with Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, uh, Andy, Andy Serkis, uh, Colin Farrell, Paul Dano, as well as Jeffrey Wright. Yep. Uh, so this is looking to be a star-studded cast, and a lot of, uh, you know, journalists and analysts are kind of saying that what he is doing is similar to what Nolan did with his uh, Batman, was not taking big stars, but taking actors who are best known to have portrayed non-leading roles. Right. Um, because these are more in line of character 
um, actors. Mm-hmm. And so they uh, can portray these characters the way that they're supposed Sans to be instead Fletcher. of... Yeah. Sans he, was, he was known for only leading roles. Yeah. And so that's kind of cool. I think... Uh, and again, to me, it's just further... Uh, I mean, he's an incredible yeah. actor anyway. Like, just a really quick shout out to something of recent, The Night Of. Oh, yeah. Like, the he HBO was, miniseries. Who? Yeah, he, uh, John Turturro. Oh, yeah. I mean, Sorry. he's he's a good, like... He's got range. So it'll be interesting. It, I'm I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited oh, to brother. hear... I'm, exci- yeah. I'm excited to oh, hear him oh, be man. portrayed and called the Roman because mm. we haven't seen that yeah. cinematically. That's right. Yeah. Um. So like, let let's play with that. Um. But yeah, I. It further cements my further uh, rumor and uh, opinion further. and conspiracy that further. I'm going to think about is further. that this is going to be further a the long Halloween adaptation. I'm telling you, baby. I'm telling you, Ollie. <laughs> this is going to be. I'm waiting for it. I'm, I'm actually long getting Halloween. I'm getting more and more excited. For, for this version. Or so. it'd be like a jumbo pack year one and it shows Catwoman, uh, Gordon, and Batman in their first year. I'm okay with either of I'd those. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Gangster. Uh, you were right. PS4, I got it mixed up in my mind because I paid $4.99 for my Xbox One, by the way. Oh, okay. So you're right. $3.99 was the original price. Oh, okay. PS4. $4.99 was the Xbox One. Yeah. Okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. With, with Connect. Yeah. So um, all the news, or oh, you have something? Well, I have a little tidbit. A little tidbit. Um, uh, the movie we just covered yeah. yesterday's movie. Yes. Frozen 2. Yes. Um, just bringing in some of that Disney balance <laughs> for that he, DC he has to. news, you know? He has to. You're DC boy, he Disney boy. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it shattered uh, box office records for Disney Animation Studios. And uh, they've brought in uh, 200, no, they've brought in $350 million for At the opening globally weekend. opening weekend, which uh, beats Frozen 1. Uh at a uh, measly two hundred and forty-three million oh, six years ago, oh. yeah, hmm. um, and they went on to join the Billion Dollar Club. So I think this is on the way to do that as well. It's checking really well internationally, but you know who knows? The critical, you know, uh, reviews might might deter that, but we'll see. Probably it's, not. Uh, where Frozen One stands at ninety percent critically, uh, Frozen Two stands at seventy-five. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So we'll see. Wow. But I just wanted to put that out there and in case anybody was uh, surprised. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Mine is kind of a big ol' oh no. Mm, dumping onto YouTube. Oh, um, yes. So the Federal Trade Commission uh, got in a, a really big settlement with uh, YouTube. It was a $170 million settlement with the Federal Trade Commission. And um, they were alleged violations to the U.S. Children's Online Provi- Privacy Protection Act. COPA. COPA. Copa, mm-hmm. whatever. This feels Copa like Copa Cabana. with what they're doing right now. I'm a cop of some money. So basically, if you, YouTube is putting the onus on all of the individual creators. So every single individual YouTube creator account yes. has to mark their stuff as not designated for kids. Because if they don't and kids accidentally watch their content because it looks like it's made for kids, they can get fined $42,000. Damn. Yeah, it's bad. So the the community is kind of freaking out because like who gets to decide like what even, looks like even it looks if it's not designated for kids, you can still get fined the $42,000 because it isn't compliant. And where there's the other there's the other half of that story which is that affects ad revenue because Oh, massively. Because that the reason they're doing that is because um, YouTube won't be able to provide the data or give a good platform for advertisers for exactly. ch- content that, that was for kids. The main anymore. thing I think that kind of stemmed. And it then all. another yeah. side, um, Perry Grip, who I've loved. He's like an Emmy award winning songwriter. He's been on YouTube and 
like all over the internet for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. He marked his site for kids because he wrote songs like Space Unicorn and Raining Tacos. And he is not searchable in Google anymore. Mm. Like it just wiped him. He's like, who does this help? Like, how are we helping well, I, anybody if they're if the made for kids content can't even be found by kids? Like, what's the what's the mm -hmm. point of this? And and YouTube and YouTube is kind of in some hot water as well with their audience because people right. get their accounts banned with, Z and it's all algorithm based. Yeah. And that's right. the tough thing. Where is that like these tech companies have these powerful things that are used for like making like their sole purpose to survive is making money. Right. And so their best ways of using it is using very powerful alg algorithms that they develop that search like typically atypically invasive ways to find the best person that's going to engage with that the content. So like. Something like that happened recently where um, somebody, was, I forgot the details of it, but somebody was uh, like streaming something. Yeah, it's Markiplier. And then he was his, Markiplier? Audience. his whole yeah. audience got banned. And that's yeah. like, your, that's your Google account. And, and, and that's the, not just oh, YouTube. I mean, your, Gmail. Your you lost your Gmail. You lost your Drive. Well, also their YouTube accounts are drive. gone too. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube Gmail, accounts. everything. Your channels are gone. Um, like Google I mean, calendars. And so that's, <laughs> that's, important. Are that's important. And so that's the kind of tough thing where it's like a little trickle down economic -y in a way where it's like you have so much money, but then you don't want to build any more monitors so that actually can check those things versus just using an algorithm that does it like uh, unabashedly and well, just kill, like killed and, off accounts. And kind of my, my little petty peeve with all of this is like, if you want to be monitoring what your kids are watching, that's on the parents. That's not on the content creators for the content they create. Be a parent. Actually pay attention. I know it's hard to, like, be a parent in the first place, but, like, you decide what they take in. And that should be on you not finding content creators who are just trying to make a living $42,000. The one person that shouldn't be uh, penalized is the content creator. Right. Because they're going they have, for the very bottom of the They have no control the from the algorithm, and they have no control where it goes to, and they really are just trying to make it for the people that actually are engaging with it. I just I wanted to bring this up because it's very, very much related. It's not the same... Um, the same thing, but there's a bill that was signed and passed called AB5 that is Shout the one bill. that you've probably seen it on the news as the thing that makes, that is for Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, that it makes them, it protects um, yeah. independent contractors. Right. right. It also mm -hmm. affects the music industry. Um, really? And it could potentially destroy the music industry in California because <gasps> let's say you're a bass player and you are booked to play a gig at uh, the cafe, the hotel cafe. That cat, that that venue now has to hire you as an employee. Oh no! For one night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fill and out all the paperwork. Fill out all the paperwork. Pay unemployment. Pay all the different little things. Oh no! One night. Yeah. And so it's as someone it's these who made his living doing that for three years. Yeah, uh, it would have been terrible. Yeah. At that so time. it's you have all I these weird things that the the cover the government is. You just start anyway. Well, Sorry, I, I just think it's a, it's a rabbit hole. Yeah. The tough thing is like they're trying to make all this like great like like protective things that protect people, but that also it it messes up a lot of functionality. Yeah. There's of a trickle down, I think you were yeah, just saying, and it and it prevents people from actually exploring what they can do with it because now they have to go through so many leaps and hurdles of it, and that's why some people find it impossible to do anything creative. Side note, just so y'all know, if if you're looking for a new site to hop on. Newgrounds, if you knew about it a long time ago, I believe uh, they might be making a resurgence because I uh, I saw some postings about like, well, you can't find my stuff on YouTube anymore, but it's on Newgrounds. Yeah. So I mean, never... one thing I'll say about the, that I've come to learn about YouTube and Twitch over the years has been if if you have success with it, have a backup plan, save your money. Start a business, make something a store. on the side. Invest. Do something else. Don't make YouTube and Twitch 
your primary. Don't rely on them forever or even forever meaning like the next year. Don't even like rely on them that much. You, you do have to go like very on, small increments. You really do. It's because, because YouTube just even in the past couple of years has changed so much. Just Completely. changing so and all of a sudden like there's channels that I watch like Funhouse who they've gone they've like when the big demonetization thing happened like a couple of years ago, they went through and they demonetized every single one of like there's channels who had their entire catalog demonetized because of yeah. things like this. So yeah. it's like this is out there. YouTube's not a perfect platform. Be ready yeah. for it. Twitch isn't a perfect platform. World star! The internet moves <laughs> at at 1,500 you know, miles per hour. So 15 megabits per second. Light years <laughs> per well, hour. And the government yeah. is kind of slowly catching up to all of these things and doing whatever course corrections it thinks are necessary, but are actually just like... That's a whole... I mean, the FCC yeah. is a whole other thing right now. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, but we will get into Anywho. questions. Yeah. Yes. Questions. Bring us back up. Bring us back so, up. From our peeps. As we said earlier, the last part of our show, we answer questions from you. And you can submit those questions to questions at nerdon.tv. If you are a member of the Nerdon Nation, you get a... Nerdon nudge. A Nerdon nudge. You get to the front Thank of the line. You. line. TM. I do actually really like that. Nerdon nudge. Patent pending. It makes my Nerdon nub feel good. No, 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 no. We leave that one out, not, Tom. Yes. But Keep it can, out. You can ask questions. Nudge one out over by yourself later. <laughs> yep, knobbing it. Huh. Uh, so you can ask questions like Jeremy M. What is your fondest memory of playing outside as a child? Oh man, yeah, great Ooh. question. I actually have a great answer for this. Well, let's hear it. If it's uh, so, great. I'll be the judge of that. Mine was, <laughs> I think it was in elementary school. Yes, I what it was in elementary school, or actually, you know what? I think it was in kindergarten. Great story, and I remember this so vividly. Um, it was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And what they hadn't told us, and I think this was my first time because it was kindergarten, right? It's the first time in school. So it's the first time you experience yeah. a holiday being celebrated like in a school kind of thing, like this particular one. And uh, they set, they had set up a treasure hunt for us. Oh, damn. Like go into the park and like Ooh. follow oh, wow. a map and all this stuff. But we didn't know. Back and, when it was safe to do that. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, and then True. it was just story time. And for whatever reason, I was like not there and I was walking around and I saw something on a, ch on a chair seat. Jesus. And I think it was planted there for whoever seat it was, but I saw it and I grabbed it. <laughs> and you stole someone else's it was shit. The, it was the, tre well, it was the treasure map. Like I found the treasure map. Oh, shit. Oh, no. And they're like, oh, like story time's over. We're going on a treasure hunt. Kind of <gasps> and we all went out there and it was like a blast. <laughs> like it was like... It felt Aww. like hours, but I'm sure it was like 20 And then you became O'Connell from The Mummy because you had the map yeah. the entire you time. You must have read from the book. <laughs> but yeah, we found it. And sure enough, it led to like treasure. I think it was like chocolate coins or something. But nice. it was just like, it was such a cool like Melted. adventure that we were on and like discovering. And I was fucking tiny. So it was whatever. But nice. That's awesome. Man. You're yeah. still tiny to me. Nice. Thank you. Wow. So <laughs> uh, I mean, my I used to when, when I was with my dad when I was at his house. Shout out um, to your dad. Shout out to my dad. Shout, shout out to, to his house. Uh, no, fuck that house. Oh. Uh, never mind. I would. I would. The track. location was great though, and because uh, we lived right next to school, so our playing oh. outside was like basketball hoops and blacktops oh, nice. and an entire baseball field that we would oh, play yeah. kickball in oh, yeah. and like. Uh, entire jungle gym. Shout out to Pleasant Valley. That was my school. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just me and my sister. We lived up this hill, this really steep hill. So to get down there, we would ride our bikes like full speed down this hill. Yeah. And it always went to this little oh. embankment. So you'd go down the hill and you'd get this like sweet jump. Mm, and that's oh, how nice. you started your day. That's how you started playing. your day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just, I just remember all that. That's um, awesome. And then when I was at my mom's house, my buddy Chris Carlin, shout out, uh, and I would make videos like sketch comedy. Aww. Did you so ever, lots changed. 
a lot. So did you really. ever put playing cards in the spokes so it sounded oh, like you were? No, because no. my dad and I collected football cards. And oh, so yeah. that would have been a travesty. To no, play. Like playing cards. Like, playing cards. Like, oh, no, we didn't. I, no, no Josh, I had a mountain bike, so it didn't I, work as well. I would run over uh, soda cans, and then they would make the wheels sound like a motorcycle. We did that. Oh, okay. We did that for sure. also made it harder to pedal. Yeah. <laughs> On your back wheel, you'd run over the back wheel, and it would basically like hug the wheel and get mm-hmm. stuck against the frame so like, and where the wheel spins. Oh. So it sounded like a moped. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, it was okay. awesome. Um, yeah, I I kind of have similar memory. We... I grew up in a uh, small mountain town, and so some of the streets were very ste- steep streets. And um, so we'd either do kind of like the bike thing where we would just like get to the top of the hill and just haul out, Shout haul out ass the down the, the hill. Um, other things were, you know, camping outside. Like yeah. we grew up in a small town, so, I mean, it was safe. You look and like a so, small town to me. I right? come from a camping family as well. Yay, camping. Aww, they held hands. So uh, we'd... uh my friend Josh, my best friend growing up. Shout out to Josh. Um, shout out to yourself. Shout out to my... Shout out to Josh. <laughs> it does kind of sound like, my best friend Josh. You know? I only saw him in oh. mirrors and water. <laughs> <laughs> he was great oh, to no. talk to. He was great to talk to. He really oh. got me. Oh. No, my best friend Josh. Um, Stop copying me. He, um, we'd set up cots and we'd just sit outside and we'd talk and just stay spoon. up. Yeah, we'd spoon in the sleeping bag and, you know. There's nothing else to Finish do in a sleeping bag. Finish the story. <laughs> No, that's, that's it. Mean, it's just a that's, damn good time. It's, you ever throw pine cones into a campfire? Yes, yeah. they explode. It's the best fucking thing in the world. So I got cool. in so much trouble. Oh, hey, when yeah. are we doing a nerd on camping trip? Soon. When do we want to? Uh, when when how many pine cones are we exploding? When it's not like oh negative God. something in the yeah, 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 Joshua true. Tree right that's now. True. That's true. Uh, that's too cool. Caitlin or me? Uh, I lived in uh, southern Indiana. and in, we lived Shout in, out! Shout out. Cool, next. It, wow. <laughs> so we lived right... Uh, it was near like this is a really tiny town called Bedford. And then it's like Bedford. part way between the city and just absolute countryside. Shout so the countryside. where we were, our house was situated on top of a 150 foot drop cliff. My God. Like we had seven Dang. acres where I lived and there's like a cliff, maybe 15 feet behind our house. Must be nice. Um, so we would like go play in the rock quarry and there were all these you buzzards. You find a dead body. Yeah, several. There were lots of animals that would die down there because we had mountain lions and foxes and whatever else, so they'd kill things. Um, But But how are you afraid of a lot of things then? I don't know. You're surrounded by death. Life happens. She got her guard down when she moved to LA. Like a a Cheeto bag. I know. It has scared me before and it will scare me again. Uh, Why's it gotta be Cheetos? (laughs) But uh, yeah, I don't know. Just just having random adventures uh, out there because our parents would also let us run wild. So we'd like go mm-hmm. ride our bikes down this windy path to a creek and play in the creek and creek. play in the rock quarry, play in the woods. We'd build houses out in the forest. Like pick? it was great. I don't know. All all of that. All the things. All the things. Uh, Next question. No, I'm no, just kidding. No. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just giving you a taste no, of your own I medicine, legit, dude. Like I was like, because you've fucking skipped sections before. Yeah. Um. But you do it when I'm about to explain it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so the next question yeah. comes yeah. from. <laughs> uh, I grew up um, Shout out to playing up. almost or like you like r- locomotively using almost everything. So roller skates, roller blades, skateboard, mm-hmm. scooter, mm-hmm. and bike, and it was all in that same progression. At the Shout same out time. to wheels. Well, like as I grew up and got taller. Yeah. <laughs> um. So like I grew up in Sacramento, and then like either I was in the ghetto side or in like the oh these are the new houses that all look the same. So the cookie cutter houses. You know, uh, do you guys see Ladybird? 
Tom says she actually grew up in the nicer part of oh, town. Oh, she did. Even though, the, did. even though the film says you're on the bad side of the film. I was like, that's some bullshit. Um, I grew up with the bad side. Anyway, so uh, most of my time was either going out as far as I can uh, before the sun went down um, because you had to be back before for supper or some shit. Um, but then typically it was like, I would kind of be similar where it's like I would do those like homemade camcorder, like skateboarding and like go to the park and just do dumb shit. I remember like practicing doing a kickflip and literally like blasting the skateboard into my friend's face. Oh, um, nice. oh no. Dope. Because I mean, he got in a low angle and he wanted to take a picture of it. I'm like, all right, man. Just I love how it's like, what's your fondest memory of playing outside as a child? And Tom is like, violence against my friends. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Chris and I did our entirety. We did like an entire half hour, 45 minute video of us in, like doing jackass stuff. Jesus. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm the thing, we're, so I got we're inside the trash can and he mm -hmm. pushed me down a steep hill. We were rubber people. Like when you're a child, you're a rubber person. Yeah. Like, you can get over it. And then like, honestly, pain is the secondary thing to be worried about. The first thing is your parents found you. Yeah, yeah. Well, my parents be mad oh, at yeah. me. Like, oh God, uh, uh, hit me, hit me, hit me. <laughs> Nothing. Like if, like if your clothes got a little like too dear to your yeah. wrist or something. Uh, now next yeah, question. Was next question comes from Tommy S. Shout out Tommy. How would you guys feel Tom about a Street Fighter reboot shot under the same style as 300? A little dark and gritty and shot with the thought in mind of making it a series as opposed to a one-off. Maybe focus on Ryu slash Ken and their Ryu. master in part one. Ryu? Yeah, Ryu. Thank you. And maybe Chun-Li, her father, and their village in part two, all leading up to a confrontation slash tournament with Bison. Sounds, Sounds like, like a cinematic universe. Yeah. Cinematic universe. Would I watch it? <laughs> what just happened? Would I watch it? Yes. Um, uh, they did. They did their own but, uh, web series about that. That was actually that's really, Mortal Kombat. Really well done. No Street Fighter. A Street Fighter one. Yeah, they did a Street Fighter one with Dalsim as one of the. Was leads. this a Machinima as well? Uh, maybe Machinima was. I don't like, know. It was like 2006. They were also the first home for Red and Blue. Hmm. Rivers of Blue. Oh, uh, I don't know. Teeth. It, it was a web series they did for a while where it, it was basically like, let's catch up with all the Street Fighter people 20 years in the future. Or 10 oh, years in the future. I think I remember that. And it was really yeah. well done. I would for sure action? watch it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think there's like six or seven episodes. I think a shot like 300 as an aesthetic is one choice. How so I mean like Zack Snyder? Yeah. How yeah. it's action is another choice. And then yeah. how the story plays out is another choice. So there's three choices to be made about that. Um, I think uh, in a world where everyone's digging into their IPs and double downing on owning everything, uh, it's cool to see that. And I would love to see the the spell of bad video games, you know, adaptations be broken and that become yeah. the new cash cow. Because Tomb Raider wasn't good enough for you. It's good. It wasn't good enough for a lot of people. Um, I think Pokemon is the only one that's ever broken like bad critic review and also didn't make a lot of money. Like, yeah. It did both well, yeah, well. So I mean, like that's like the first ever. Like Resident Evil, like was sh like shit reviews left and right, but still made a shit ton of money. So they're like, we could do seven movies. Uh, <laughs> what so about Super Mario Brothers. Just kidding. Point taken. Um, so it's yeah. a great movie. I know. <laughs> uh, my name's Mario. Mario. Um, but anyways, uh, so as a Street Fighter uh, cinematic universe, I think it'd be fun. It, like doing yeah. it one person, like you'd have to, like from what Tommy is asking, you would have to do it like Infinity War, where there's some crossover here like and a there. Lead up. Mm -hmm. There's an origin for Ryu. There's an origin for Sagat. There's an origin for Ken. There's an origin for you know all these different characters, and they totally. all coalesce different in different ways. And maybe like the first phase ends with Sagat, and then the second phase ends with M Bison, and the third phase ends with like I don't know Akuma. Yeah, but like that's what I would assume. But like, what do I feel about it? Fucking let's do it, baby. <laughs> Usually, I'm like, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Yeah. It I'd also depends it. if it doesn't look like Dragon Ball Evolution. 
Anything could look better than Dragon Ball Evolution. I'll put it this yeah. way. I'll probably go see Sonic at this point. So with the, uh, new, with the new trailer. So Yes. Yeah. So sure. I found it. It's called Street Fighter the Later Years. Okay. Check it out. It's uh, funny. It's well yeah. done. Like it's shot really well. The production yeah. quality is pretty high for the time. Uh for like a really super low budget indie. It's just a couple of people who got together and yeah. anyway, That's check dope. it out. Nice. Uh, next next question comes from AS Newton. He says, do any of you have tattoos? And if yes, what are they and why did you get them? Uh, well, Josh has the one with his butthole. Jack Skeleton that's speaking out his butthole saying, what's this? Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that's a good one. <laughs> or it says, welcome in. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, oh the episode one yeah. <laughs> of Nerd on the Podcast. Uh, yeah, I have tattoos. Yeah. What are they? Uh, say about that? It's this? a little Jack Skeleton coming on my butt says, what's this? No. No, uh, I have one that is a... Paw print for my dog who passed away 14 years, Ellie Mae, RIP. Shout out to the night. She was cool as oh. shit. A little golden retriever um, who I had from when I was like 11 until I was like 26, I think. 20, almost 27. Wow. Um, and then the other one I have is a friend of mine designed it on my forearm. Uh, and it's just a mix of, it was actually a cool experience. It's stick and poke. So it's like basically like a prison tattoo where it's just one needle and she does it by hand. Oh, okay. Um, so it took like two hours, but before that, the week leading up, I would get texts from her throughout the week being asking me questions mm -hmm. about myself, like what I, my favorite things, beliefs, all that kind of thing, what's important to me. And so she designed this one tattoo. She, she actually showed me a book of like 30 different ones she did based off the questions she asked me. And so I picked this one that I have on my forearm and it's like basically a raven mixed with a couple of really uh, symbolic images that are very personal to myself. Symbology. Nice. So it faces me mm -hmm. because it's not for anyone else really. It's more mm, for me. Yeah. That's nice. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's Josh, it. I want more. I know you got a bunch. Yeah, I have uh, six tattoos. Um, the first one sin is... You, you've yeah, yeah. Everyone um, is killed. I have, as we've mentioned, uh, Jack Skellington coming out of my... No, it's... Uh, Jack Skellington <laughs> I have. He's uh, comedy tragedy faces um, because acting, it was... Because theater to me. Theater to me was just... it. It created me in a sense where it got me out of my. What? What? The person. Said, it created me. Like he kind of said it in jest. I was like, okay. Well, I mean, it it really got me no, out like of the shell did. and created the person that I am today. It 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 really means a lot to me. And so I did the comedy tragedy yeah. faces and Jack Skellington. I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas was the first show I was ever in. And so and it's I, your favorite movie. Yeah. And that's why I was movie. like, I don't say I wouldn't say it in jest. Yeah. We was it your it, I I was like, yeah, question? It's pretty important. I don't remember if I asked this on the episode or not. Was yeah. it your favorite movie before theater, or did theater make it your favorite movie? Theater, I think, made made it my favorite movie. Yeah. Um, it got you out of your yeah, it yeah. got you out of your shell. Yeah. Um because I used you. to be a really quiet person. And then I have I've got the Deathly Hallows on my wrist. Uh, yeah. My wife and I actually have matching tattoos. Because so Harry Potter. Because Harry Potter. Um I have Know Thyself on my forearm. And that one really is for me, just as a reminder to remember who I am and just to kind of root me. It's your totem. It's my totem. Um, so my right name, huh? Yes. <laughs> Jesus, Joshua. Yeah. Joshua. Josh. Yeah, that's who I am. Um, Memento. Memento type shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love um, you, Tom. My right arm is what I call my body passport. Um, mm. All of the tattoos that are on my right uh, forearm and wrist are ones that I receive that I got in um, other countries. So I have in traveling. Traveling. Rambling. Um, hmm. Invictus is my favorite um, movie. poem. Uh, yes. Yes, the Matt Damon movie. <laughs> um, no, uh, Invictus is a poem. Look it up. I. It really means a lot to me. And so kind of like what you're saying that yours is facing you, it is facing me. So it remem 
I'm reminded of the yeah. message of the poem. Um, and the other ones are really just, I, I have a, a Celtic knot. That's a clover, but there's also hearts in it. I got it on my honeymoon in Dublin. Almost and then nice. um, this it really, was. it was nice. It took a really long time and was really painful near uh, the kind of crook of my arm. Oh, yeah. Because crick. that's tenter. That, that's tender flesh. Tenter? Tenter flesh. It's that tender is tender flesh. flesh. Shout out to the flesh. And then I have one that I got in Paris. Um, really? I'm, I'm usually pretty open to the artists uh, just saying, this is what I want, but I'm open to what you... And what is it? Uh, it's a Fleur-de-Lis. Um, so Fleur-de-Lis. I dig it. As they say. say oh yeah. my God. So, uh, wow. yeah. Anyone Kaylin? else have tattoos? Um, do you? you? Well, I don't, but I, I was going <laughs> to. Well, then this question isn't for you. No, no. I know what, <laughs> Let her answer first. I know what tattoo you would get. So go ahead, Caitlin. Uh, I have the writing around uh, the one ring from Lord of the Rings on my left That's ankle. Right. Yep. Um, I was very affected by the Lord of the Rings movie, and it kind of has paralleled my mental health journey so getting i wanted that tattoo from the time i was 12 so i narrated your got beginning. it at 19 there you go mm-hmm. so yeah tom uh, uh ali wants to get a tattoo that's from destiny and it's something astra yeah it's pretty close actually wow um it's from destiny it's something that i've been wanting to do for years and i'm actually pretty close it's to from doing astra it. it might happen before the end of the year we'll see um but it's going to be on my forearm kind of like where you have your writing yeah um, and it's going to say Paradasia ad Astra in Latin, yeah. which is um, with boldness to the stars. Did I fucking say that, Caitlin? And yeah, and I also said it because I knew that was going to be it. I, I, yeah, and it's going to end also right in front of it, a little destiny ghost. So it always looks like oh. I'm bringing out my ghost. But which kind skin? And kind of next to my what? I said, but which ghost but which skin? Oh, ghost skin. <laughs> it's, no, it's, like the, it's actually like the silhouette one that comes in the corner. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh that's um, cool. I just unlocked a legendary one. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah, it's probably going to be garbage in two seasons. Yeah. Wow. But that one, I told myself I'd get it um, when I reach my um, my weight loss goal. Mm, there you and go. I'm 80 pounds down, 20 to go. 20 so. to go? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Damn. I'll go with so, you. Yeah, very cool. No, Corey, you'll wither away. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the weight goal, not the tattoo. Don't lose any pounds. I'll drop down to 109 for you. <laughs> no, Corey. <laughs> the Machinus. I know. You're, you're outmatched Christian Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale, Machinus. He was 109, and he's oh, only boy. like, what, 5'10"? Oh, my God. No, he's 6'1". He's you're, already, you're already a stick we feel bad for. I know. So. Another, this, yeah. Actually, when I moved back from New York, I, I weighed under 119. Oh, my God. So now you pre-know what the tattoo is going to be about. Yeah. Nice. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I have one, uh, and it's the only one I got, because I have one. Uh, mine's live, uh, but with a semicolon tattoo. And uh, those who are listening who are not familiar Instead with the semi- of an eye. Yeah, instead of an eye. So a lot of people are like, is it live or live? And I'm like, it's live. And some people are like, it might be love. And I'm like, it could be. Whatever you fucking want, baby. Uh, I'll get used to everything I can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, so uh, the tattoo. I want it to be leave. Okay, well. Not to know your, your tattoo is a pickup line. <laughs> no. Uh, so anyone that's not familiar with the semicolon tattoo, it's pretty, uh, cl- hits close to home for me, uh, mainly because it's become a banner for people who have been um, affected through mental health. Um, and so in writing terms, uh, a uh, a semicolon is used to a uh, continuation of a sentence, uh, much like a comma. A comma is typically combining two non-completed uh, thoughts, but a semicolon combines two completed thoughts. Um, but typically in writing, you can write a period that ends the sentence. And so uh, symbology-wise, uh, symbol- <laughs> uh, symbolism, um, a period you, uh, as a writer, you end a sentence, and some people use that as a terminology to end their life. And so I had a friend in uh, college who uh, ended took their life, and uh, it kind of affected me in a way that I didn't think like, like I, I had was a, I've 
had experience with it, like via movies and reading and all that stuff. But then like knowing somebody and having classes with them and then knowing that happened, it kind of really put a lot of perspective of like, mm. we need to be better about talking about it and not have such a yes, stigma we do. about like, mm-hmm. oh, that's for you and da, 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 da. But it's more like we understand and something as simple as a symbol, I think is important. So it opens up the possibility. Um, mine is uh, towards the crick of my arm, um, but it's facing away from me because I want it to be kind of a banner for other people to say that mm-hmm. I'm open to discuss it, uh, open to talk about it. I just find that important. Um, but the next tattoo that I want to get, which is completely opposite, I want it to be a Majin symbol from Dragon Ball go. Z. Oh my God. <laughs> because it's You're imp- a nerd. No, well, because the thing is actually the <laughs> deepest, darkest well, point well, of what that character was going through. But instead he used that darkness in order for him to gain what he wanted. But it also highlights the greatest arc for his character. Symbology. Uh, I have it on my butt. I'm uh, <laughs> good, 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 with you too because my future tattoo that t- uh, tasty honey Dustin and I want to get together uh, with his brother Mikey is because we we grew up playing Halo together we want to get the legendary symbol oh, oh with yeah. the elite and the, the elite skull and the, the sword yep. oh, yeah. I'm a nerd too you should have it on your chest and you guys should really I don't know I showed you my uncle's uh, sleeve yeah it's you should. all it's all Halo and Marathon up his up his arm Corey's why have you never shown this to me right completely now like shell oh is, cool? is this cool uncle. Yeah, it's cool. We would get along so well. Can we get him on the question. show? God, now I'm mad. I think that's all the questions. That was it. That's all the questions. Sweet. I'm mad. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just mad then. Uh, after almost two and a half years, you learn this valuable piece of yeah. information. God, Way to go, Ollie. And my uncle's like the biggest Halo fan. Yeah, I had no idea that either. So he's yeah. cooler than you. Okay. He is. Okay. I agree, but I see what you did. (laughs) All right, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We really appreciate you joining us on this ride that is Nerd On. Uh, If you are new to us, please check out our website, nerdon.tv. Yes. We also have a promo code going on right now, only till December 31st with Comixology. If you go to nerdon.io backslash Comixology, uh, you can enter the code nerdon. Five at checkout to get $5 off $15 or more. Yes. Some would um, say it's the internet's good, number one good. source for comic books. Some da-da-da-da. might say that. Ding. And a little bit more natural. Um, but yeah, Ding. check that out. Um, yeah, we've got a lot going on. So our website is the one-stop shop that has it all there for reference. Uh, share us with your friends, your family. Please stop by, rate and review us on wherever you listen to us. Consider becoming a member of the Nerd On Nation. It really does help us grow to be the best that we can be and, and just, just get, a, oh sorry you go and get our new merch uh yeah <laughs> yeah just just a little little note on those reviews like that helps so much yes. like yeah. like getting a review is like a warm hug it's like pizza day at school when you get the pizza <sighs> and the french fries at the same time like yes. that's how we feel when we see we get a review and we will shout you out and yeah. thank you. Not not only you does on. it help the show, we actually like really read it and it really kind of like helps us validate what we do and that we're not just screaming mm-hmm. into microphones and sharing bad times with you know good people. I mean it's we like are screaming. A, it's, like, it's like getting a postcard from a from a friend. You're yeah. like, oh yeah. Hi. It's like having a cool uncle with cool tattoos. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then finding out two I, and a half later. I still want to continue. We do have new merch that dropped today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. So yeah. please check that out. Head on over. So what uh, I said, today is Black Mer- Friday. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Black, Black Friday. Friday. Check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. You know the drill. As always. Nerd on. Nerd on.